Hey, what's up, people? What's going on? A lot's going on. Yes. A lot is going on out here. The COVID is out here. The COVID, the COVID, the COVID is out here. COVID don't care if you're black or you're white. The COVID is going to cause you a lot of strife. The COVID coming around trying to ruin your life. The COVID. The COVID. Is worse than a spiteful wife. (laughs) I should say the COVID. The COVID is worse than a spiteful husband or wife. (laughs) That's what what, what I should say, just to keep it even, because you know, you know, the lady's gonna be like, what? So yeah, the COVID, the COVID is no joke, man. Yeah, the COVID is no joke. You know, um, R.I.P. to all the people that lost their lives at the uh, orchestration of the COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, the COVID is the COVID is around here to cause problems. You know, the COVID is around here to ruin things. But um, I think the COVID, I think the COVID is reaching its peak. Straight up. I definitely think the COVID is reaching its peak. You know, it might not be reported as that. But, you know, they take a while to catch up. But, um. I definitely believe the COVID is reaching its peak and the infection rate is flattening out and um, it's going to die down. it's going to die down soon I firmly believe that because I'm looking at the numbers and you know what I'm looking at too <laughs> you know another indicator that the numbers are flattening out, but you know the media the media not reporting it like that because you know the media they wanna they wanna they wanna scavenge every piece of meat every piece of political meat that they can they can scavenge off of this covid bone you know what I'm saying yeah, and that's another indication to me that the numbers are flattening out, but you know, they still want to keep us in a worried mode where you know, they're talking about, you know, they're talking about the election. They're talking about, you know, politics and in the midst of a pandemic that's uh, you know, full-blown and exploding 
when politics rears its ugly head, it's an indication that things are are <laughs> slowly getting back to normal. Because you know they already talk about how the president is using this, he's using his appearances, he's using his appearances, giving the updates. You know about the COVID as campaign rallies. <laughs> it's like really, <laughs> who came up with that one? <laughs> who came up with that one? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who came up with that one? I mean, <laughs> and I'm sure when they came up with it, it was like, oh, that's genius. You're right. That's exactly what he's doing. I mean, really. You know, the president is being absolutely presidential. The president is being visible. The president is being aggressive. All the things you need from a president in a crisis like this. You know what I'm saying? You know, the president is constantly giving updates. The president... Nobody is, nobody is not aware of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is, this is why... This is why the COVID doesn't stand a chance and it's almost reaching its peak because there's no secrecy coming from the White House. You know what I mean? The president is being absolutely transparent. He's being aggressive and he's being visible. All the things you need from a president or from the high office during this time. You know what I mean? Because when you see your pre, you know when you see the the, the leader of the of, of of the country out there constantly, listen, this is what's going on. This was going. This is what we're doing. Uh, it, you you, it almost makes the times, which are hard, a little easier, and they won't report that because that's giving the president credit. You know what I'm saying? Every time the president comes on TV, it it, it reassures people whether they like the president or not. You know what I mean? They get a sense of reassurance. And they appreciate that, whether they like the president or not. And uh this is this is what be this is what what is being lost in the reporting. You know, you'd expect that the media during a a, a global crisis You know, not just and not just a global crisis, but a crisis that's a, that's affecting the states, a countrywide crisis. You would think that the media would suspend their political injections. And operate solely as a collective promoting unity organization. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, nah, they trying to you know they trying to mix pot. But here's the thing, though: whether you like the president or not, the president's doing a a, a phenomenal job handling this crisis because you know people could talk about how oh you know the ventilators the ventilators the ventilators but you know 
the president can't go to the ventilator company and say, listen, deliver these ventilators to New York and then jump in the, 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 the you know, organize the logistics, jump in the truck and drive the, the, the caravan of trucks, you know, up 95 or, or whatever into New York City and deliver the ventilators himself then hop on a plane and head back to Washington. It just can't happen like that. You know what I'm saying? He could only, the president could only be aggressive in his directive or his directives regarding, you know, these ventilators and, and, and expediting them to the needed areas. You know, there's people... There's people who are in between. I mean, I shouldn't have to explain this, but I guess you do have to explain this because people sometimes don't use their brains. You know what I mean? There's, there's, you know, when the governor calls, when the governor of New York, Cuomo, calls for ventilators and the president issues the directive to get the ventilators to New York, there's people who, instead of, You know, moving at a haste pace. You know, you got some drivers who might not like the president. They're going to slow walk to their truck. You know what I mean? Now, all of a sudden, it's like they're going to take the... It, it, listen, people know how to behave to to achieve whatever political message they're trying to achieve. And it doesn't matter whether it's a crisis or not. You know what I mean? For real. I've learned that in this town here. And if they now, you know, if they if, if they catch you slowing up to uh, send your political message, they're going to try to blast you. They're going to try to put you on Broadway about how you're slowing up during a time of crisis using politics, uh, blah, 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 blah. But then they doing the same thing 24 seven. They just caught you doing what they're doing. And it's ridiculous sometimes, you know what I mean? Because it's so evident, you know what I mean? It's like, once again, you want to play politics during a crisis, but nobody else could play politics during a crisis except you. That's that. I hate shit like that. Nobody should be playing politics during a crisis. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. But, you know, instead of, you know, those who are in a position to step up and blast those who want to pull, who who want to play politics, no, they sit back and allow them and watch them and and and, and let them play politics during a crisis. Unbelievable. But um. But yeah, the president's doing a great job, man. And at the end of the day, you know, you hear them talk about how the poll numbers are rising. You know, the president's poll numbers are rising. Yes, the, of course, the poll numbers are rising because whether you like the president or not. The president is doing a, a good job handling this crisis, man. You know what I mean? You know, like, once again, the president can't get in the truck and deliver the PPEs to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? He can't go to the factory, um, assist in manufacturing the PPEs, assist in boxing up the PPEs. You know what I'm saying? Assist in organizing the logistics, loading up the PPEs on the trucks and getting them out to the hospital. He can't do that. You know what I mean? He could only be aggressive as he can from the podium and have his, you know, people on the ground 
But even though you got some people on the ground, they some haters too. You know, they some haters too, because you got you know you got double agents. You know, no one wants to think about stuff like this during this time, but it's it, it is what it is. Nobody's gonna sit here and pretend like it's not happening. When I talk about double agents, you have people who, you know, don't like the president and they might have a job in the supply chain of PPEs to the necessary places and, you know, they'll act slow. You know what I'm saying? They might they be they might be in a supply chain, so they will slow up the supply chain. You know what I mean? Just just to just to get that political message out there to the media that this isn't happening, that's not happening, this is slow to happen, that's slow to happen. Why? Because you have people who are in the supply chain intentionally slowing things up just to get that political message out there that this is not happening expeditedly as it should. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people, you know, they, they want to insult your intelligence and mine and act like, you know, these people are not out here who shamefully in a crisis like this want to play politics, but they're out here. You know what I mean? They're out here. They're just like the COVID. They're out here. You know what I mean? So, then you got this guy Joe Biden. Like, if you, you know, here's the thing about these people. You worrying about politics right now. You can't worry about politics right now. Because ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to elect Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. You, you hear this guy? Like, ain't nobody trying to elect Joe Biden right now. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, you know, you know, the, the Democratic Party played itself for the last couple of years, played itself, you know what I'm saying, played itself, played itself politically, played itself with black folks, played itself, you know what I'm saying, and now with this crisis and the president's handling this crisis, you know, he's doing a good job of handling this crisis, regardless of what you want to say, you know what I mean, it's like if you thought that this crisis was going to be something that, that you could use against the president, you're wrong again. You know what I'm saying? You're wrong again. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, ain't nobody trying to elect Joe Biden. Like I said, all the... Jo- man, listen, man. Joe Biden, Joe Biden has become a... J- Joe Biden has made the Democratic Party a joke. I don't know if it was the leadership of that guy, uh, Perez, whatever his name is, Tom Perez, or whatever the hell his name is. I don't know if it's because of his leadership. You know what I'm saying? Because he's just he's just pretty much lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the party has no spunk. It's, it's just flat. You know what I mean? And they have no... They, they have no outreach to the black community. It's almost like they don't care about black people no more, which is all good because they never cared about black people. You know what I'm saying? It's just becoming evident now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's 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 crazy to expect people to look at Joe Biden as a viable candidate because he's not. You know what I mean? As as much as people want to take him seriously, they can't because he's such a joke. You know what I'm saying? It's Joe Biden, no Joker Biden. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like how you expect this guy to go up against, you know what I mean, Lancelot, which is the president. <laughs> you got, you got, you got peasant boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got peasant boy. Not even peasant boy with some sort of courage and zeal to him. You know what I mean? You just got plain old peasant boy, which is Joe Biden, going up against Lancelot, which is the president. Like, where do you, how, where do you think, where do you think, and you can't be mad at people for, you can't even be mad at your own party people to vote for voting for the president. You know what I'm saying? Because you, at the end of the day, the party didn't provide anybody, they didn't provide a viable candidate. And if they thought Joe Biden was via, is viable because, you know what I mean, you know, he was under President Obama for, for eight years, well, obviously he didn't learn nothing. And to be honest with you, he didn't like the fact, he didn't, he didn't appreciate being under President Obama because he didn't want to, he didn't learn enough under President Obama. You know what I'm saying? He didn't learn enough to now take this stage. You know what I'm saying? He didn't learn enough under President Obama to take this stage against the president. Which is President Trump, who is I mean the corona the this corona this corona pandemic is just another uh notch under his belt of handling the business. You know what I'm saying? Whether y'all like it or not. You know what I'm saying? Whether y'all like it or not. And this is this is what this is what this this is where people are losing. Whether you like it or not, you cannot deny the fact that this is just another notch under the president's belt of handling business, all the trade agreements. I mean, you it's you know what I mean? This here situation will overshadow a lot of stuff that he's doing, that he has done. But when they try to look at his handling of this situation, hey, listen, he did a good job. Whether you whether you want to, no matter how much you don't like the president, he did a good job. You know what I'm saying? He, st- he stepped up for the people. He stepped up for the corporations. He stepped up for the country. He's, 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 he's doing you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's leading. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, wh- who stands a chance? Nobody. Whether you like the president or not. This is this is this is this is what I want to this is what I want to uh impression upon people. This whether you like the president or not, you have to give him his props, man. You have to. You have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, at the end of the day, man, you know, we hear the realness about things. We're about positivity and realness. And I genuinely believe that we are, you know, we are flattening the curve. You know what I'm saying? And the curve will be flattened earlier than anticipated. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm sure, listen... This is a this is a a fight that we have to continue to undertake in in a smart aggressive fashion. So what we what what needs to happen is 
what's happening right now. You know, cities, you know what needs to happen? Cities need to need to establish COVID hospitals. You know what I mean? If we're going to get this country back open, cities needs to establish COVID hospitals. You know what I mean? At least uh, at least three hospitals, three hospitals in each state needs to be COVID ready. You know what I'm saying? So when the, the economy is opened up back, in case there are lingering cases of the COVID, which they will be, boom, we could, you know, these people can be transferred to COVID hospitals and everything is, 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 is quarantined within those, those spaces, those ready spaces. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's not a situation where, you know, it, it gets, it gets crazy because, uh, you know, COVID patients are mixing with normal patients and, you know, transferring, uh, situations, you know what I mean? So that's a, that, you know, establishing COVID hospitals is a good thing. It's a, it's a, it's a great step in, uh, in the reopening of the country. It should definitely be something. COVID hospitals. I would even go as far as to say a COVID airport. You know what I mean? Where certain flights coming in from certain places, you know, they're going to land at, at this, this airport, you know, for COVID screening. Just, just as a precaution, but um, yeah, I think we're definitely, uh, we're definitely flattening the curve with the COVID. Rest in peace to all those people that passed away due to the COVID. But um, yeah, the COVID is out here, man. The COVID is definitely out here. But uh, we're gonna, we're gonna flatten this curve quicker than anticipated. Because you know, great leadership. You know, we got Cuomo. Cuomo's out there. Cuomo out there being a, a good leader as well. You know, he's. You know, Cuomo's out there. You know what I'm saying? Handling the business for New York. You know, being visible, giving us the updates. You know what I mean? Shout out to Cuomo. You know, the Blazy. You know, the Blazy's trying, you know. <laughs> the Blazy's trying, you know. He's you know, the Blazy's trying, but yeah, he got Cuomo to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Cuomo's the big man around here. <laughs> as much as the Blazy can't as much as the Blazy don't want to acknowledge that, Cuomo's the big man around here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I won't be surprised Cuomo put a, a kibosh. <laughs> On the Bleezy at his press conferences. Right <laughs> up. I would be surprised Cuomo put a kibosh on the, the Bleezy at his press conferences. Like, listen, 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 listen. This is this is how it's gonna happen. Okay. New York is gonna get one directive. And it's going to come from me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
H-I-I-C. You know what I mean? Cuomo is the H-I-I-C. You know what I mean? What is that, you ask? He is the head Italian in charge. <laughs> Listen, we got to have fun with the COVID, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The COVID is producing some comedy out here. You know what I mean? And you got to take time to really, you know, you got to you gotta take time to take it in. You know what I'm saying? Give yourself a little laughter. You know what I mean? You know, uh, happiness is wellness. And we need all the wellness in the fight, in the fight against the COVID. So, yeah. You know, Cuomo's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? This is how it's working, son. <laughs> this is how it's working, son. Can't be having, we can't be having, you, we can't be having me putting out a directive for the state and then you come in with your own directive against for the city it don't work like that son you know what I mean when I put out a directive it's for the whole state which is including the city meaning your city you know what I mean <laughs> I'm just speculating here I'm just having fun but Cuomo's like yo listen your city is now my city okay matter of fact your city always been my city you know what I mean? I just didn't have time to run it because I got my own issues up here. But now I'm running everything. You know what I mean? Everything. You know how cool we'll talk. Everything. <laughs> oh, man. Everything is coming through my office. We're not going to have the confusion of messaging between myself and the mayor. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We're not going to be confusing New Yorkers <laughs> about messaging in this pandemic. It's not going to happen. So I'm issuing a directive that... Only I is responsible for messaging. That's it. That's it. So my man DeBlizzy was trying to call a press conference. The press was like, nah, we can't come, son. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean you can't come? It's like, now nah, we can't come, yo. Cuomo put the kibosh on that. The blaze is tight. <laughs> he can't do nothing about it, though, because, you know, Cuomo got the authority. <laughs> oh, let me stop. Let me stop, man. We got we to gotta have some fun about it. We got to have some fun with the COVID, man. The COVID is causing too much damn problems around here. The COVID is too damn problematic. Just like the rent is too damn high, the COVID is too damn problematic. You know what I'm saying? Word. Oh, man. The COVID, the COVID, the COVID. The COVID is out here to ruin our lives. The COVID is out here to cause us strife. The COVID is out here acting like a spiteful husband and wife. The COVID is out here trying to ruin our lives. Anyway, people, it's the Realness About Things podcast. 
we continue to uh, show some love, speak some truth, provide provide perspective, make some power moves out here soon. So subscribe, donate, tell a friend, tell a friend, and um, continue to stay smooth, maintain resilience, and uh, don't stop being kind out here, people. Don't let the COVID interrupt your kindness. Don't let the COVID undermine your kindness because kindness is wellness, and wellness is a great fight against this thing called the COVID. We need everything in the fight against the COVID. All right. So y'all take it easy and stay safe.